When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. Today's video is about the greatest FPL manager of all time. I was able to track him down and interview him for this video. It became quickly apparent that he's not like any FPL manager I've ever come across before. His answers included the secrets behind his success, his thoughts on Ronaldo and more. Before we jump in, just a small percentage of people that watch my videos are subscribed, so if you like this video, consider subscribing. It's free and you can always change your mind. Enjoy the video. There are some great websites out there such as Live FPL, Fantasy Football Scout and Premier Fantasy Tools, which track every manager to form an all-time leaderboard. Regardless of which site you use, they all agree on one thing, Fabio ranks in first place as the greatest ever manager. His worst ever rank was 17.9k back in 2014-15. Since then he's finished in the top 10k every year, including a top 100 finish. He's an elusive man and doesn't use social media, a similarity both him and Yavis Kabik have in common. If you've not seen the video on Yavis, a link to that is in the description and on screen at the end. After hours of digging, I was able to track Fabio down to make today's video possible, and to my delight he was happy to be interviewed. I sent him 5 questions, and then later I added a 6th question on Ronaldo, which I'm glad I did because his opinion on Ronaldo might surprise you. More on that later. I started off by asking about him in general, my first question being, what can you tell us about yourself? He said, I'm Portuguese, I live in Lisbon and I'm 40 years old. I used to be a professional poker player and now I work for the sports betting industry. I always enjoyed football, statistics and strategy games, so obviously FPL was the perfect fit for me and I was hooked as soon as I started playing in 2014-15. My background as a poker player was very important for a smooth transition to FPL since both games involve a mixture of skill and luck. At the same time, the goal of both FPL and Poker is to make the best possible decision with the information we have available at the time, while remaining calm and things don't work as we planned. My next question was, which team do you support, if any? He said, I used to be a diehard FC Porto supporter when I was a kid, but currently I don't follow Portuguese football at all. Regarding English teams, I consider myself a neutral, but this season I'm rooting for Brentford to avoid relegation since I really admire their heavy analytics-driven approach to football. Bielsa's Leeds is another team I really enjoy watching and I hope they keep improving this season. My next question was, what tips can you share behind your success? He said, well, I'm definitely a stats-oriented manager. I don't ignore the so-called eye test completely, but most of my decisions are based on long-term data, especially expected goals and expected assists. The reason for this is because I only watch one or two matches every week, and even if I was able to watch every single match, my brain would be susceptible to all sorts of bias, while statistics have a better memory, which makes them more reliable, in my opinion. I do watch match of the day every week, but it's very rare that one of my transfers is based solely on what I saw in a single match. I almost always wait for press conferences before making my transfers, and I don't think I've ever bought or sold someone because his price was going to change. 
Even though my team value is usually lower than the average by the end of the season due to this strategy, I never felt like I was at a disadvantage by then and I really think the pros of getting all the possible information before making my transfers clearly outweigh having an extra million to use later in the season. After all, it would not be a big deal if I had to go with Lukaku for 11.5 instead of Ronaldo for 12.5 in my second wildcard because I had a lower team value than most managers. But most of all, I would say being patient and valuing transfers is the most important factor behind my results. I rarely sell a player I still consider a good prospect just because someone else scored a hat-trick and it's very rare that I take a hit outside of a double game week. I always try to buy reliable players that I feel confident having in my team for the next four game weeks at least, even if they blank in the first three. This approach doesn't always work but in the long run it reduces the number of hits taken and allows me to use my free transfers to get rid of my weakest links instead of using them to buy someone just because he did well in the previous game week. My next question was, so how does it feel to be considered the greatest FPL manager of all time? And he said, well, I'm definitely proud of my results so far, especially because I'm a very competitive manager and my main goal when I started playing a bit more seriously was to reach the top of the Fantasy Football Scout Hall of Fame. It's awesome to know that I reached this goal after several years of analysing stats and thinking about the game. In fact, I feel even prouder being at the top of the Hall of Fame than I would be if I ever managed to win FPL, because luck plays a much lesser role over several seasons than it does over a single season. My next question was, what's your best FPL memory? He said, I've got a lot of good FPL memories, but three of them really stand out. Captain and Charlie Austin in my first season when he scored a hat-trick against West Brom. I was not a very good player back then, but I enjoyed that feeling of success so much that I started taking the game a lot more seriously after that. Going with Mahrez from the start when Leicester won the Premier League, I was really impressed with his stats from the previous season and I had a good feeling about him. I think it's fair to say he went better than I could ever imagine, even if he wasn't a differential for long. Lastly, buying Mikel Antonio before his four goals against Norwich last season. I doubt I'll ever be able to make such a successful transfer ever again. My next question was, how much attention do you pay to what's on Twitter, YouTube, Reddit and other forums? He said, I don't have Twitter or Reddit and I try to avoid group thinking as much as I can. Most of the fun for me is trying to figure things out on my own and I only discuss strategy with a couple of friends. I do follow some sources such as Mikhail Tokvam's Transfer Algorithm, Big Man Bakal's Weekly Analysis and I really enjoy watching FPL Black Box with Mark and Az whenever I can. Other than that, I only pay attention to my stats tables and I try to update them as often as possible. And my final question was, what are your thoughts on Ronaldo as an FPL asset? He said, honestly, I find it hard to justify having Ronaldo at 12.5 mil when there are so many good cheaper forwards such as Antonio, Calvert-Lewin, Jimenez, Bamford. I really think all of these players represent better value than Ronaldo. Even Lukaku cost 1 million less and he basically matched Ronaldo for attacking returns last season in Serie A. Of course, we all know he can haul in any given week and it would be hard to ignore him for his first match against Newcastle, but I definitely don't think he's a must-have at 12.5 mil as a forward. As things stands, I won't be getting him, but of course a lot can change until the deadline. It was fascinating to hear about Fabio's background in poker and how that skill set translated well to FPL. It makes perfect sense that the ability to keep cool when things don't go to plan can translate to FPL and there's absolutely valuable lessons to be learned there. 
There will always be points when it doesn't go to plan, but if you made the best possible decision with the information available to you at the time, you're doing everything right. Ronaldo is such a popular pick that it was very surprising to hear his differing viewpoint. Nonetheless, great insight and one we'll look back on in the future. Lastly, I want to thank Fabio for taking the time to answer the questions. His answers were fantastic and made for a great video. Likewise, thank you for watching today's video. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing and like the video too so it can spread to others. I read every comment so let me know what you thought of today's video. Podcast Network.